guys who were recording it. But I'm gonna let her get my good file. <laughs> let's let's pray and then we'll read the word. Father, thank you for all you do for us and all your goodness. Father, I ask that you would speak to us today through your word that will not return to you void. That you would just have your way in this place as we follow the leading of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I'll come down here, because y'all know I don't like standing up here. I feel like the spotlight's on me. I think it is. It is. That's how I feel when we're up here singing in the choir. Them lights are so bright, and you cut everything off. And Stacy, she gets to turn around like this, so that nobody gets to see her. <laughs> it ain't fair. <laughs> Hebrews 11 and 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. How many people know that verse? Yes. That's yes. a good verse. Reading it again don't hurt, though. Mm -hmm. But one of the things, and we've talked about it before, it says, Now faith is. Yes. And I just want to draw yes. Through all that, I got thinking about my sermon today, and uh, Holly, I don't even know if she had heard it, and, but I we've got YouTube TV now, and uh, I don't know if y'all know, some of y'all may, may not know what YouTube TV is. I, I know I kind of looked at you back because you kind of the older crowd, but <laughs> I didn't say older, I said older. But uh, Linda's one year older than me. So. She's one year older. I should have been looking at Linda then. Is she the eldest one in here? I didn't say oldest. I said eldest. No, Bobby is. Bobby is. Bobby. Bobby might know what YouTube TV is. Though. He's te he's more tech savvy. But uh, we got YouTube TV, and uh, with that, like Netflix. Y'all heard of Netflix and uh, Amazon Prime and that kind of stuff. Well. YouTube TV is a lot like Netflix, except with YouTube TV, you get commercials, which I'm not crazy about. Because they're not very selective with the commercials. A lot of times they've got the same commercial over and over and over. And that's, that's a good idea, because it sticks with you. But there's one commercial that they got, I was like, man, this is the weirdest commercial, it's stupid. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's a... Uh, it's called Amavig. Y'all ever heard of that drug, Amavig? No? Well, look, I'm going to do a commercial. <laughs> it's for migraine headaches. And they have pictures and scenes throughout. And it's got a, a woman playing with her child. And her child wants to play with, uh, let's play pirates. And she goes out in the yard and she's playing pirates. And she's coming off the stairs with a sword in her hand, ready to play pirates with them. And, uh, and it, it has different scenes and different progressions, but it's basically showing the moments, like the small moments in life, but also like the big moments. Say it's somebody's graduation or something like that. And it's showing that in each moment of your life that you can you can be there in those moments in the in the present with your family or the people that's important to you by taking this drug called Amavig and the, the guy, the spokesperson or whatever at the end, he says, I have one thing to say about migraines. He says, this is what I say, I am here. And that's kind of their slogan is I am here. And I got thinking about that, I am here, I am here. So many times, God is trying to tell us, it's like, I am here, I'm here. I'm here in the present, yes, 
I was with you in the past. Yes, I was with you yesterday. Yes, I was with you when y'all had that awesome movie guy back yonder. Back yonder. And, uh, but I'm here now. And I'm going to be with you next week. I'm going to be with you in the future. Yes, I, you've got promises in my word that are for you. But I'm here right now. I'm here to help you right now. And uh, before I go too far, let's, let's look at Matthew 28 and 20. Did y'all find that yet? Yes. Okay. Teaching them to observe all things. This is Jesus talking. He says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. So here we got a promise from God that he's always with us. So it's not that I will always be with you as in a future tense. And it's, but it's I am always with you. Present tense. That sometimes I think we look at things, the promises of God is, is you know, one day I'm going to get this fulfilled promise of God. One day God's going to move in my life. One day I'm going to see this. One day I'm going to see that. One day God is going to do this. One day I'm, I'm going to do, I'm going to have awesome service. One day I'm going to be healed. Uh, one day I'm going to feel good about myself. One day I'm going to be happy. But God's saying, I am here. That's what the, the guy in the commercial said. He said, I am here. So the migraine headache. Because I don't know if any of y'all ever had a migraine headache. It is not pleasant. Like, you may be present with other people in the room, but you ain't really present with them because all you think about is, oh, I'm hurting. I'm hurting bad. And uh, that's, how, that's how a lot of times it is. We feel like that we're present with God to some degree. Yeah, like, yeah, I know God's with us, but... He's not with me right now. I need him right now. And he's not here with me. I don't feel him. I don't see him. But God's saying, look, I'm here. You need to acknowledge me in the here and now. And what happens is, is we forget that we are here with him. And all the while God's saying, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And what God's wanting us to say is, look, I'm here too. And I'm present. And I'm going to presently accept you. I'm going to presently worship you. I'm going to presently praise you. I'm going to presently acknowledge you. I'm going to presently receive and believe your promises over me and, and receive that healing even now. Um, it, it's a reality thing and I, I haven't even looked at my notes which is unusual. Uh, so I, I don't know where I'm at now. But one of the things that can happen is we start dwelling on the past. We dwell on the not looking, not looking at the past is not a bad thing. Like looking at the past, let me say that different. If we look at the past and we look at the things that God has done for us, or even remembering some of the past, it's okay. But sometimes we, we either live in the past. It's like the pendulum swing thing. Like when I was walking, first starting at a Christian walk with the Lord, I uh, I just noticed these things like slide across. I slide pretty good, but uh. I'm doing a moonwalk for y'all. But uh, when I first started becoming a Christian, I uh, I had a pendulum swing. Like, I was either way over here or way over here. 
and that's not probably a big enough pendulum swing for how I was. Like I was like, man, it's like, Lord, if you don't want me to wear shorts, I ain't never wearing shorts again. If you don't want me listening to nothing but Southern gospel, that's what I'm gonna do. And uh, so I, I was, I was way extreme over here, which I didn't dawn on me that they didn't know Southern gospel in Jesus' day, but <laughs> some people believe like they did, and. Uh, I wised up and I come way over here. But it won't really wise up because then it was like everything goes. It don't matter. Everything goes. God has got us under grace. But then there, there's a happy medium in there. And uh, I got to remember where I was going with all that. But uh, there is a happy medium. And, and it's sort of the same way in our life. Sometimes we get to looking at the future, we get to looking at the past. And we're either living in the past, way over here, it's like, man, I remember this, I remember that, I remember what God did in my life, or I remember how relationship was here, or we go to the future, and, and all we're living in is in dreamland. It's like, one day we're going to have this, one day I'm going to have that. Uh, I think what happens, tends to happen sometimes in older people's lives is, is uh, one day I'm getting out of here and I'm going to heaven. I ain't going to deal with this no more. And Jesus, he's not coming to rescue us on, on, a, on a mission of, of like, I'm gonna rescue you out of the world that's so evil. I don't believe, I believe he's coming as like, uh, I'm gonna come collect you under me because your work's done. And uh, your, your walk with me so great and my walks with you so great, I just want to have you in my presence all the time, right where I can see you and you can see me. Um, but the happy medium there, the pendulum swing there would be us being able to look at the past, being able to look at the future, but being in the present and saying, you know what, God is here right now. So for me to acknowledge him right now, I need to be able to look at his word and not just look at it as a future tense, but receive. When we said that faith is, this is now faith is. So it's a current present tense. It's like it is right now. If faith is not, now I can have hope for the future, but faith is, is a right now thing. Like, I'm going to believe God right now. Um, I don't even know where I got this from, except the Holy Ghost. But uh, there's a few things that I wrote down that I was like, kind of shocked I wrote down. Um, for me, anyway, y'all wrote it down. Y'all might not have been shocked. But, uh, but the only way the future can be affected is by the present. And I, I'm like, man, it's like, I can't affect my future unless I affect my right now. Because when tomorrow gets here, tomorrow's gonna be the day. It's like, I'll clean, like I tell my parents, I'll clean my room tomorrow. And it's like, tomorrow gets here, yeah, I said I'll do it tomorrow. It ain't never gonna be tomorrow. It's, at some point, it's going to be today, and you're going to have to take action today. And uh, so that we must partner with God in the here and now, not live in dreamland. Uh, we got to accept the promises of God now. Uh, one of the other things I wrote is, is God wants to invade our now, which in turn will impact our tomorrow. So God wants us to not only look at our now ourselves, but he wants to, he wants to invade your current situation. He wants to invade your right now so that it'll have an effect on your tomorrow. 
It'll have an effect on your next year. But it's got to start today. It's got to start right now. And uh, there's a time to believe God. And it's right now. And uh, David, he he made that comment so many times about, you know, he told a co-worker or something. He said, you know, Christmas is a good time to get saved, to give your heart to the Lord. But the, the whole point of that whole story is like, right now is a good time. It don't matter what time of year, whether it's Easter or next year or when it is, but right now is the time. And it doesn't deal just with salvation, but it deals with, um, man, I've been dealing with stuff on my back. Like, am I gonna believe God now or am I gonna wait till I got a manifestation? Or I'm going to wait till one day I'm going to have the faith that I'll be able to attack it. And I'll be able to say, yeah, but who am I right now? It's like, who am I to have that kind of faith? Um, a lot of times we, we'll cry out to God, you know, uh, or I, I may have in the past. Anyway, I don't know about you guys, but like, God, I need you to be with me right now in this situation. But I'm still asking him in a future tense, you know. It's like, I need you to be with me. He's already said, look, I'm with you always. I'll always be with you. And it's not like I will always be with you in the future, but I'm with you right now. And uh, I think a lot of times we, we fail to, to see that. Uh, James 2 and 23. I'll give you a minute to find it. How many got it? Amen. You don't find Hebrews 11 and 8 too? If you put your thumb in one spot and thumb in another spot, I heard when you got all your fingers in the Word, and that's called getting into the Word. You got all these places in them. All right. Beck's got it. James 2 and 23, it says, And the scripture was fulfilled which said, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. So um, let's go ahead and look at Hebrews 11 and 8. It says, By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whither he went. Here we got Abraham, two different instances of him, but he, he believed God. One of the things that Abraham, he at one time he was Abraham, we kind of talked about him in Sunday school this morning, and we talked about uh, Rebecca, and uh, Noah did a great job in Sunday school this morning, and uh, like, there was faith that was involved in all that, but one of the things that we learned about Rebecca, Rebecca had to have, she had to have a now moment, where she was finally asked, she said, you know, they, the servant asked her, said, will you go? Abraham had, in case I just kind of come across that, and you didn't read the Sunday school, um, Abraham, Abraham was old, he was getting old, and he had got a servant to make a, a, a promise, like, go find a son for my, I mean, a wife for my son, Isaac. And she had to be a particular woman, uh, or a particular uh, nationality. And uh, to make a long story short, he went and, he said, Lord, like, let it be the one that I go ask to get, fill up all these camel quarters. 
and it's like, or water all my camels. And we were talking about how much water a camel drink. And we kind of found out, Mr. Bobby uh, let us know that the myth about the water putting the, the camel putting the water in its hump is not true. <laughs> but it sounds good, but, uh, and it would make sense, it would seem like, especially if, if a cow can have six stomachs or however many stomachs that thing's got, it would make sense. But uh, all this was going on and taking place, and this woman, Rebecca, had never met, never met Abraham, let alone met Isaac. And she's never met this servant, and she's coming forward, and, and the servant's like, look, we got all this, we got all that, I need you to come with me. But he didn't force her to go. And she was asked at the last, like she wasn't forced to go in this marriage. She was asked at the last, she said, you know, will you go with him? Because they, they wanted to wait 10 days. And uh, it was finally asked her, like, will you go with him? She said, yes, I will go. She had, and she was mentioned as, as a woman of faith. Um, but she had a now moment where she looked at it and she said, right now I believe. Abram, Abraham. He had a now moment where he said, right now, I believe. When it comes time to kill his son, the one that God had already promised him, he had a now moment. It's like even in, in, in the scripture in the New Testament, I believe it shows that, you know, his heart in it was like, he even believed that God could raise him up from the dead. Like, I don't even know if stories of that happening in the Old Testament. That's, that's amazing faith. And, but he had a now moment where he's like, you know what, now I believe and I'm willing to take action. And that's what we need in our lives is, is from day to day is be able to have now moments with God. Not just in believing for promises, but right now, Wednesday night, Beck had a now moment. Yes, amen. <laughs> she said, now I'm going to praise God. And she didn't care who was there. She had a now moment. We had a good service Wednesday night. And if nobody else did, Beth did. But uh, it's those now moments that God wants to, he wants to do something in our lives. But part of it is acknowledging him in that now moment. Is that, you know what, I'm going to turn my attention to you right now. Like sometimes Holly might be talking to me and I'm not having a now moment. <laughs> like she's like talking and I'm sitting over here like, and I might even be looking at her and nod my head. I have no clue what she's saying. Like, I love you, baby. But uh, I have no idea what she's saying. And like, I know she's talking. I hear the words coming through. I know she's there with me right now or right at that moment, but I'm not there. I'm not present in that situation. And uh, like, I've heard a selective hearing. It's, it's a men disease. What I've heard, like it's not just me. So, but uh, you hear that? But uh, we had to get some of these other men to testify when their wife's not around. But <laughs> you know, I asked Bobby, "Are you listening?" He said, "Yes." <laughs> like I, I'll be listening. Listening? I, I heard enough to say, "Are you listening?" Like yeah, I heard that. <laughs> and I hear some of the other stuff, but I'm not present with it at the time. My mind's elsewhere. Really and truthfully, I'm probably processing the first thing she said 10 minutes ago and trying to still process that before I can move on to the next thing. She's done said like 30 things since then and jumped so many different subjects and it's like, wow. But 
she's more talented than than I am. Like she can go from thing to thing. I got to build her up now. Um, <laughs> but uh, I might need to build myself up. But uh, there are times when I'm ready to hear. I'm ready to listen. I'm attentive, and I'm with her then. I'm in the room with her both times, but I'm not present both times. Like my mind is somewhere else a good part of the time. I know you got me on record now. My mind is somewhere else most of the time. But there's times when I'm present, I'm in the right now. But God wants to have those moments with us where we say, you know what, right now, I'm gonna worship you. Even our, our worship to God, our praise to God is an act of faith. Because we don't see him, but we acknowledge he's there. We acknowledge his presence and we say, you know what? I'm just going to worship you. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to have a now moment with you. Abraham's now moments is what brought a change in his life that caused his future to be changed. Uh, I said that I don't believe our future promises from God are entirely dependent on what God says. We have a great deal to do with it as well. And God will have promises in his word, but if we don't take hold of those promises and have a now moment where we actually take hold of those things and believe God right at that moment, then we're allowed to not see those things come to pass because part of it is being able to say, now faith is, and, and now I'm going to take this by faith. I'm going to receive it by faith. Um, I looked at the word reality because one of the things it says is that we're not leaving. I was talking about how that we're not living in the, the future dream sense of what life will be like. Would it, and it's great, God gives us an imagination, and he wants us to use our imagination. I spoke about this one Wednesday night, like uh, several times, several weeks back, but uh, God gave us an imagination. The devil wants us to use it for evil, and a lot of times we fall into that category. I've been guilty of it, um, but God gave us a, an imagination. He wants us to use it for him. He wants us to dream because he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything we can ask or think. Amen. So if he can do that, he wants us to be able to think. Because yeah. I, I want to be big in your life, and I want to show you how big I am in your life, because I want to do greater than what you can even think about. Mm -hmm. It's like, God, I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to have money coming in that all my bills are paid, and then I, if somebody needs something, I can bless them. Like, they won't even know what hit them to kind of bless them. Like, and then I can turn right around and it won't it won't hurt my pocket at all. I can do something else for somebody else. And uh, whatever your dream is, and dreaming in God, and he wants to do that. And he wants us to live in that spot to a degree to where we're looking like that. But at the same time, he wants to invade our now. He wants us to live in the reality of now and take that future and say, you know what? I believe you to do this for me even now. So even though I don't see it manifested, even though I'm not experiencing it right now, I'm going to trust you right now that it's going to come to pass. Uh, Webster, in, in reality, says actual being or existence of anything 
of truth, of fact, indistinct from mere appearance. So it's, it's indistinction from mere appearance. So it's not just what things appear, but it's the truth. And God says, I'm healed. I may not appear healed sometimes, but it's a truth that I am healed. That's the reality of things because I look at God's word as being the reality of my life. And I look at his word and I say, right here in the now, I'm going to trust his word. I was looking at, at Hebrews, Hebrews 11, and we already read Hebrews 11. You all heard it being referred to as the faith chapter. And uh, I looked at some of the names in it. And uh, I, I may be mistaken because I didn't, might not have looked at it thorough enough. But David, we think of David, the, the man after God's own heart. I don't believe he's in that chapter. Which it talks about, there's a, there's a lot of people that, you know, they didn't have time to put everybody in it. It's, it's been a whole great big world since then. But uh, a lot of times we feel inadequate to, to say, you know what, God, I'm going to. I'm going to have faith for you right now. I'm going to trust you right now. And it's like, who am I to have these big dreams? And then you to take and, and say, believe me now for it. Believe it like, believe that you receive it when you pray. It's like, who are you? And who am I? And uh, then I look at stuck in the, in the faith chapter. You see the harlot Rahab. Like, I don't know if any of y'all know the story of what happened with the harlot Rahab, but to even mention that they called her a harlot in the faith chapter. It's like, this is the harlot Rahab in the faith chapter. And uh, now I'm not, I'm not condoning prostitution, so don't get me the wrong way. I'm just saying, but her even being in that chapter will mess with a lot of people's theology, a, a lot of people's way of looking at the Bible and who God is. Um, but everyone in the in Hebrews 11 had flaws. Nobody was perfect. Everybody had issues and things that they dealt with. God's not looking for a perfect. He's looking to invade you and, and make you to be who he, he wants you to be. Um, a little bit about Rahab is that like when the spies went out under Joshua's command, they went out to check on uh, the promised land. And when they went out, um, Rahab, she hid the spies. She was, she was a harlot, uh, a prostitute, basically. It's my understanding of a harlot. And she went and she hid the men <laughs> in her home. And and then the king, uh, let's see what king was that. I don't remember what king that was. But he come out and uh, he said, uh, where are the men that came unto you? We got, we got people that we understand that have come out to spy on the land, and she lied to them. I mean, I looked at it a couple different times or something, and that's the way I see it. She basically lied to them. She said, you know what? I don't know where they at. They, they went out, and I, I think they're already over yonder. It's like, if you can't, if you hurry, you can, you can overtake them. She's like, but I don't know where they're at now. But she had hit them on the roof or something. Like, she, she got them away, but she had this, she had this, Faith that she believed. Now the people had said the people had already of that land had heard about God. They'd heard about the Lord. They'd heard about the Red Sea and them walking across on dry land. 
And they're like, you know, she said, I believe that the Lord has given y'all this land. So she had a moment of faith to where she said, you know, I believe it. And because of that faith, she hid the men that had come in. And she sent them away. And, and she was saved out of it all. But to me, for a woman like that, to even be in the faith chapter, it's just, it kind of blows my mind, honestly. That's like, if she can make it into the faith chapter, I can make it into the faith chapter as far as God is concerned. I can believe God now. I can trust him now. If she, like, she wasn't even a, a, a child of Israel. Like, she she was a heathen. If she can have one of those moments of a now moment, then why can't I? Jesus already came and, and bought me with a price. His blood has already washed me clean. And I'm clean. Yeah, I, I have mistakes in the past, but that's in the past. I'm clean now. Why can't I take a moment? And just trust God right now and look at God now and say, you know what? I trust you, God, right now. I love you right now. I'm going to acknowledge your presence right now. Um, one of the things in, in the right now, we get we get lost, I think. Uh, I've seen it happen in my family. They get lost by circumstances and stress. Um, a negative outlook. Um, I fell into that category for a while. Um, and, man, it's, it's, it's tough because when you get in that place, you don't see your now moments. You're you're lost. And, and all you see is the past or you see your current circumstances, but you don't see your current circumstances through God's eyes. And that's what God wants you to see is through his eyes. I told my mom, I said, look, I said, uh, why don't what you do is take three things that you're thankful for and take those three things and every day add a thing to it add a thing to it add a thing to it and by the time it's over with after 30 days or however long you're going to wind up having a bunch of things every day that you're thankful for and you've already started to train your brain that to, to have more of a praising attitude a thank, thanksgiving attitude I was talking to uh, my brother-in-law about it uh, right before last, and uh, just having, being able to cultivate that lifestyle, that mindset of being thankful, yes. and it'll help you to wind up coming into that now moment with God, because you wind up looking and you're saying, you know what, God, I thank you right now, man, I, even if it's, I thank you that I got breath in my body. I thank you that I'm alive. I thank you that you looked out for me, man. I almost hit so-and-so or so-and-so almost hit me the other day. I'm talking about in a car or something. It could be in the physical, I don't know. Because I don't know how bad the temper is. But, uh, <laughs> like, Holly almost hit me with that crying pain. But I thank you, God, that the wall got in the way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're in church. <laughs> but, uh, but let's let's look toward our future weeks and, and things ahead. Let's let's have some some mindsets of, of thanksgiving and praise, and we're going to look at our now moments. And we're going if something comes up, we look and we say, you know what? Right now, God, I choose to love you. Right now, I choose to praise you. Right now, I choose to believe you that you said you would do what you you would. Like I believe right now, like I'm healed. I believe right now that I'm saved because sometimes. I mean, that, that was one of the things that got me when 
walking in my Christian walk store, but it's like, I had a moment, man. I, I was like, man, it's like, I do not feel like a Christian. I hadn't done anything wrong, but I didn't feel like a Christian. But I had to take it, I had to learn that it was a, a faith walk. And just like we were back in the Sunday school lesson this morning, just like with Abram, uh, even Rahab, she had to have a now moment to where she said, you know what, right now I'm actively, purposely believing God. And even when we pray, we got to have those now moments that God, I actively, purposely believe you right now, and I'm trusting in you. And just take time to worship him in the now moments. Um, let's have a now moment around the altar for just a few minutes. Yes, and uh, let's just take time to acknowledge God right now. There's things that we're dealing with that we that we uh, are struggling with that we take time and say, you know what, right now I'm going to trust you. And if we don't know those scriptures, you know, let's, let's find time during the week and get through the word so that we can find a scripture that will back up what we believe in God for now. Bobby, if you just play just a little bit of music. <laughs> 